Hello, and a very good day to you. My name is Jim Harris, and this is Heritage Bible Radio. Heritage Bible Radio is an extension of Heritage Bible Church in Boise, where it's my joy to serve as the teaching pastor. Every day, we devote our radio time to studying a portion of the Word of God so you can know Him better through Jesus Christ and serve Him better through your local church. This week on Heritage Bible Radio, Pastor Jim is going to pause on verse 15 in Matthew chapter 6. Well, sort of. We've been on the topic of prayer for a few weeks now, and we're calling this week's message Matthew chapter 6 verse 15, but really, Pastor Jim is taking the opportunity to pause and address the question, why does prayer sometimes not seem to work? That's an interesting question. Does prayer not work sometimes? Or does the question reveal misunderstanding of what prayer is? Well, each day this week should prove both clarifying and reassuring. Here is today's slice of the message entitled, When Prayer Doesn't Seem to Work. But understand, when you go through hard things, and it might feel to you like prayer doesn't work, that feeling does not mean that God has forgotten you. When you feel like that, I highly recommend you you go pour over the Psalms. You'll see over and over how how the writer of a Psalm will start pouring out his heart to God in despair, um, exhausted, maybe even under physical attack, feeling alone, not having any idea how they're possibly going to get out of this situation. Pour out the heart to God. And then the writer begins reciting what he knows is true of God. And you get to the end of the psalm. And the person is in despair, exhausted, under attack, feeling alone, and praising God. The difference is, turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in His wonderful face. Here's an honest cry of a hurting child of God. It's from Psalm 77, verse 9. Well, you can't get more poignant than this. Has God forgotten to be gracious? Or has He in anger withdrawn His compassion? You can actually get to the point that you can say, in, in the midst of this situation, God, where is your grace? Are, are, are you so mad at me that You're slapping me around? Well, the comfort and healing that you long to experience when you get to a point like Psalm 77.9, the comfort may not come right away. It, It rarely does. It will take time. You will need to accept that, and and you need to be patient. I don't have time to go do an exposition of Psalm 77, but if you go and you look at that... By the time the writer gets to verse 9 and says, Has God forgotten to be gracious? He's already been earnestly crying out to Him. He has said, He cries aloud to God. He says, I seek the Lord. My soul refuses to be comforted. He speaks of even being sleepless. You've been there, right? Something hurts that bad. He even talks about having, having trouble putting the words together, having trouble speaking. He moans, but he moans in faith. 
So understand, even when it feels like prayer doesn't work, God has not forgotten you. I'm going to read you some, some words from a fellow pastor, a friend of mine. His name is Paul Touches, rhymes with couches, but it's spelled T-A-U-T-G-E-S. I, I commend it to you his uh, online ministry. It's called Counseling One Another. You can even subscribe to his email list and get his, his uh, pithy little articles. They're always practical, and he's one of the most compassionate people that I have ever met. He was writing about this psalm and specifically about this verse. And by the way, he published this in the context of the death of his own father and how, and how painful that was. Here's what he says about Psalm 77, 9. His complaint does not flow from unbelief, but is evidence of an active faith. Faith that longs for the completion of the incomplete, the resolution of the unresolved, When the aches of our heart thrust us toward the only one who can bring true, everlasting comfort, then they serve a good purpose. Even if we can't see anything good in the tragic event that triggered our grief, turning to God means that we are headed in the right direction. Pain has the potential to stimulate growth in our relationship with God since it often reawakens us to eternal realities. In this way, God can use our sorrow to draw us closer to Him. God has not forgotten to be gracious. To the contrary, it is because of His grace that He remembers you. He is nurturing your faith so that it will not wither or get stale. You are not forgotten. Now, if you go on and read the rest of Psalm 77, you'll see that pattern that I mentioned. Out of his grief, the psalmist remembers God's great deeds, and he ends up praising him just a paragraph after he asked the question, have you forgotten to be gracious? So I say let's talk about when prayer doesn't seem to work, but I want to suggest to you that when we ask the question, does prayer work? I think we reveal an inadequate kind of thinking that comes naturally to our fallen minds. We say something works. We think it has to work in the sense that you click the button and the flashlight comes on. See, it works. Or or we called the play in our huddle and it fooled the defense and we got a touchdown. It worked. We think of that as what we mean by... It works. But understand, that isn't the definition of prayer. Prayer works perfectly all the time, every time, for every child of God. As long as you understand that the purpose of prayer is to allow you, the creature, his child by faith, to speak to the God of the universe. But the way that the world that he created works, the goal that we seek always in our prayers is His glory. In the end, that's going to be obvious, but maybe not until the end. There will come the day when His righteousness, His holiness prevails, His perfect justice is evident. And there is no promise that between now and then that His plan is to make you comfortable and happy and wealthy and without trouble. That's the lie of the perverted 
uh, health and wealth gospel, the, 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 the word faith movement. It, it, it's it's bald-faced lies. You've you got to rip Romans 8 out of your Bible for, for that to be even remotely possibly true. Really, in reality, we groan. And dealing with prayer that doesn't feel answered, doesn't feel heard, that's part of the groaning. So when you struggle with prayer, remember, sometimes it's because God in His wisdom is saying, no, I have a better idea. I see something you don't. Sometimes in His wisdom, He needs you to understand that you're asking for the wrong things or you're asking for the wrong motive and He needs you to let His Spirit minister His Word to your heart. Sometimes we need to understand that, well, our our prayers are hindered because we're twisting the meaning of forgiveness or we're simply refusing to be transformed by forgiveness. But remember always... God hasn't forgotten you. Whatever your battle is, He hasn't forgotten you. So let's pray. Our Father, thank You that we can call You that. Our Father who is in heaven, You hear us despite Your transcendence. Hallowed be Your name. Teach us to live in a way that It's obvious that we count your name and your truth and your word and your character to be holy. Your kingdom come. Oh, we yearn for that. Amen. Even so, come Lord Jesus, as the book of Revelation cries out. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Oh, Father, part of that is under our control, that we can obey your will, your moral will. Make it so, we pray. Give us this day our, our daily bread. Thank you for being so faithful to, to answer that, that you provide for us every day as we need. And forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. Thank you that Christ is the one who made that possible. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Oh, Lord, it's as if we're swimming in a, in a cesspool in this world around us. Keep us from the evil one, we pray. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the, and the glory forever. Father, make it, make it so that we, we say and we show that we belong to your kingdom. And Father, we do yearn to forgive others for their transgressions so that we can bask fully in the forgiveness that we have from you. And Father, teach us not to withhold forgiveness so that we would in any way hinder our prayers and our walk with You. So Father, have Your way with each of us. Some of the hearts here are probably screaming out right now how much this thing that they're facing hurts. Remind them, Father, they're not forgotten. That we have in Christ, the one who is greater than the world, and that you can do exceeding abundantly beyond all that we ask or think according to your power that works within us. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. 
If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program. You can order by phone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704 or on the internet at hbc-boise.org. Heritage Bible Radio needs your prayers and your financial support. Once again, you can reach us online at hbc-boise.org or by telephone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704. And if you need a church home here in the Treasure Valley, I hope you'll visit us any Sunday at 7071 West Emerald. For Heritage Bible Radio, I'm Jim Harris. See you next time. Bye-bye.